All right, we made it to the roof. Where to now? The map says that we need to enter through the skylight on the west side. Then we can make our way to the jewel display room. Got it. Got the glass cutter? Please, I'm a professional. We don't need to cut the glass. We just unscrew it. That won't set off the alarm? Nope. Time me off. You're all set. Be careful. I think I saw a guard earlier. Here goes nothing. Clear on this side. Let's go. Lead the way. You're the one with the map. Right. First we go over this way, five feet to the left. Step over the laser here, and watch your head. Are you sure we have to go through this way? Can't we, I don't know, walk where everyone else does? Sure, if you want to get seen by the security cameras. I mean, they're going to know we were here. Priceless diamonds don't just disappear. Yeah, but they won't know who did it. The less clues we leave, the better. But what's the point of being the world's greatest jewel thieves if no one knows who you are? What are you talking about? We're not out for fame or recognition. We're thieves. We're only interested in the money. So... It would be bad if someone called the news station yesterday and uh, told them that we were going to pull off the greatest heist ever. You didn't. I mean, it made the top headlines. See? We're trending. Flora, we have got to get out of here right now. But why? Because what we're doing here is legal. Against the law? Uh, keep your hands up. You're not going anywhere. The museum is surrounded. Look, officer, we don't want any trouble. Oh, really? That's interesting, because breaking into a museum, robbing it blind, and telling the world you're going to do it beforehand is a recipe for the most trouble one could possibly expect. You would think that, wouldn't you? It seemed like a good idea at the time. Hmm. Well, speaking of good ideas, while I'm waiting for my backup to get here, why don't we listen to the radio together? Monica? Fine. I guess we had to find a convenient segue somehow. I'll start it up. Oh, Miss Fiona. Hi. I thought you were Mr. Jacobs. Oh, good morning, Monica. I didn't know any of you kids would be here. Really? This is where everyone comes for Saturday mornings. Yes, well, that aside. I figured because Lionel has the flu, you would all be elsewhere. Mr. Jacobs is sick? That can happen? Yes, dear. He is, after all, a human being. I had no idea. Should I leave? I haven't been in the house, just out here reading mystery books and listening to the radio. I think you're fine. According to his texts, he hasn't been able to leave his room all morning. So I don't think the germs can spread to the garage. That's why I'm here. Are you a doctor or something? Not really. I'm just here to help out. Help out? Of course. After all, I know a certain little dog that needs a walk and some breakfast. Oh yeah, I forgot all about Flynn. Can I help too? That would be lovely. Why don't you pour out some dog food and refill his water bowl while I take him out? All right. Come on, Flynn. Let's go for walkies. Good boy. Come on. Hi, Miss Fiona. Hello, Flora. Come along, Flynn. Walkies. Uh, bye, Miss Fiona. That was weird. What's going on, Monica? Not much. Mr. Jacobs is sick, so Miss Fiona is taking care of Flynn. Sick? You don't mean he's got... Miss Fiona said it's just the flu. She said he hasn't been out of bed all day. So we're okay hanging out in the garage? As far as I know. Just trusting Miss Fiona on this one. Well, she's usually right about stuff. Besides, I want to listen to the radio. Makes sense. Want to start it up? All right.
All right, the dishes are done, laundry is in the washing machine, Flynn's been exercised and fed. I think that's all Lionel needs for now. I'd better text him. I gotta say, Miss Fiona, I'm impressed. Impressed? Whatever for? You are really good at taking care of things. I mean, it's only been half an hour and you got all the stuff done. You know how long it takes me to do any of those things? Well, you know, I've had a lot of practice. Okay, but you're even faster than my dad. And he was in the army. What does that have to do with being good at chores? I don't know, but that's all he talks about. <laughs> well, I am flattered to be compared to a former member of the armed forces. But I'm just glad that I have the opportunity to use my gifts to help my friend when he needs it most. So, if you've had lots of practice helping people with their chores, then why didn't I know that about you? Yeah, if I was good at stuff like that, you can be sure that I would let people know. I do mention it if someone I know is having a hard time. Like if they're sick or something? Indeed, but usually I try to just keep it between us. After all, they might not want everyone to know they aren't doing well. And for another, at some point it just becomes me tooting my own horn, as they say. They do? Yeah, what does that mean? Tooting my own horn? It's just a saying that means trying to get attention by letting everyone know how impressive you are. In other words, showing off, bragging or boasting. The Bible tells us in verses like Proverbs 16:18 and Matthew 6 that pride has no place when it comes to living for God. Wait, did we change subjects? We were talking about being good at chores, and now we're talking about living for God? I like to think it's the same topic. After all, God gives us all gifts that we can use to serve Him and others. If I am able to help with chores, it's because God has made me that way. And when I use it to help others, it's a way I can live for God. Like it says in Romans 12. Do you think Mr. Jacobs has a drama script about what we've been talking about, Miss Fiona? I'm sure he must. Let me go see. And we can listen to the radio while we wait. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the celebrated drama, The Most Excellent Party, an adapted biblical teaching about God's glory. Once upon a time, in the great city of Tinkerton, there was quite a stir. That's right. It turns out one of our own citizens just won the world's annual air guitar championship. Really? It's a thing. See? I guess it is. Of course it is. Tinkertown has a rich history of imaginary musical instruments, and it's about time we get the recognition we deserve. Bell and Theodore is the kind of artist that Tinkertown is proud to have to represent us. That's why we're planning a huge party for her when she gets home. Of course, the internet being as it is, it didn't take long for Miss Theodore to hear of the man's plans for her arrival. Dude, this is sick. I guess it is a pretty righteous thing to be a celebratory celebrity. I've got to get my party on! And so, as Ann made the excellent journey back home, she made it a point to stop at some of the biggest party cities in the country. Ladies and gentlemen, you're looking at the Queen of Erktar, and her royal highness is ready to rock. Everywhere she went, Ann was celebrated. Given gifts and massive parties were thrown in her honor. Gotta say, this is the best. Well, second best next to me. Eventually, it was time to go back home. Belle Ann smiled to herself as the streets and buildings became more familiar. Okay, folks, here's our stop. Tinkerton, USA. Watch your stop. Thanks, Rufus. Catch you on the next tour. 
But when the returning air guitar hero stepped off the bus, she was not met by fanfare or even a crowd of people. It was just business as usual in the fair city of Tinkerton. Hey everyone, who's ready to party? Hello? It's me, Belle Ann Theodore. You know, the air guitar champion. Welcome back, Belle Ann. Have a good trip. Oh, salutations, Mayor. Uh, where is everyone? Everyone? Oh, probably at work, school, you know. Right, but I thought you were all going to be, you know, throwing a party for me, maybe fireworks, key to the city, a cake? Oh, right. All that was planned, but when we heard that you were going to parties all over the place and having a great time, we took another look at the city budget and figured you'd have been to so many parties by the time you came home, you wouldn't be interested in yet another one. So, instead of wasting time with it, we decided to spend our tax dollars somewhere else. Good to see you, though. Glad you're home. And with that, the mayor left, leaving Miss Theodore standing alone at the bus stop. Dude, this is bogus. The moral is, when we do good things, it can be tempting to want to tell everyone about it. After all, it feels good to be recognized for hard work, but God tells us in the Bible that instead of making sure that other people notice our good deeds, so we get noticed, we need to do them secretly. Or at very least, give God all the credit. God wants to reward us for our work, but if we only look for rewards from other people, then that's all we're gonna get. Is everything all right, Flora? Huh? Oh yeah, why? You just seem deep in thought. Anything troubling you? Not really. I mean, I was just thinking about what we were talking about today. Anything in particular? Kinda. In the drama script, you said that we need to give God all the credit for the good things we do, and not to get other people to notice us, right? I do believe that's what we discussed, yes. I guess my question is, is getting noticed and rewarded by people wrong? Oh, I can see how you might come to that conclusion. But I think there are verses like 1 Timothy 5.18 that might make it a little clearer. Okay, so what does 1 Timothy 5 whatever say, Miss Fiona? 18. And it's talking about people who serve in the church. There it says to not muzzle the ox while it's trampling out the grain, and that a worker is worthy of their wages. That explains something? I'll explain, shall I, Monica? Please. What God is saying in these verses is that when people are doing good work, it's not right to make them work without rewards. If someone is working hard for God in the church, we need to at very least give them respect because they deserve it. Or as the saying goes, giving credit where credit is due. But that's the thing. If people are supposed to do good things in secret, then how are we supposed to show them the respect they deserve? Good question. And like I said, this verse is talking about people who are serving the church, like pastors, elders, deacons, and teachers. So those are pretty obvious. But verse 1 of chapter 5 tells us to treat everyone with respect. Well, that's one way to do it. Indeed. In verses like Hebrews 10.24, God tells us to always encourage each other to do what is right. And part of that is to celebrate them when they have done well. Hmm, this is a lot to think about. Yeah, I'm still a little confused. I'm going to have to talk to my parents about this, I think. Always a good idea. Now then, I've finished the chores up here. Are you two going to stick around? Nah, we'll let Mr. Jacobs rest. Want to come hang out at my place, Flora? 
Sure, that sounds like fun. All right, see you later, Miss Fiona. Goodbye, girls. I'm leaving now, Lionel. Do call if you need anything else. All right. Could you turn off the radio on your way out? <laughs> I'll try to remember. Do feel better soon. Thank you, Fiona. And now, how do I turn this off? Hmm. I suppose I can just unplug it for now. Mm-hmm.